Hey, James. Hey, Clint, my man. How are you doing today? What's up, brother? I'm doing hey, well. Yeah, I apologize for being late. I was putting on my suit and tie, and then I realized, oh, damn, it's not video. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, it's easier. All right, so uh, what do you want to – we'll go through an outline quick. What do you want to talk about? Your background story is always very interesting. What else? Um. Well, we're going to talk about the uh, instant marketing miracle for doctors, experts, and entrepreneurs yes. with Dr. Oz, Dr. Drew, and this concept of celebrity, entre celebrity entrepreneurship and my favorite methodology, the easiest thing you can do, which is getting pictures and stories with famous people. That's what this is all about. Nice. Cool. All right. So let's maybe start with your background, how you got into it. Uh, I do have commercials now, so I'll, take a, I'll just say commercial here. We don't actually wait for it, and then we'll get into selling the Dr. Oz thing. Okay. Hello. Sound good? Okay. And, and you ready to start, yes. audio? Yes. And I want to. Sure. Go. How's what my you audio? Is, are, am I good? Do I sound good? It's not bad. Yeah, it was going in and out before, but I think you're good now. Okay. Spot. I just want to make sure we got good audio. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, my guys will clean it up a bit too, but yeah, it sounds pretty good over there. All right, okay. Clint, you ready, brother? Good. All right. Um, one uh, more thing. Okay. Is there some kind of yep. special offer? Yeah, I'm open to doing something. I'm going to be there. I don't know if you want to, uh, you know, I'll do an a extra bonus session with them up there, or if you just want to give a discount, or I can throw in like one of my products or something. Yeah, what were you thinking? It's always good if the if the guru himself that's you does some kind of a bonus because they already like you. They're already your fans. So the very best yep. thing you can do is you can say, Hey look, I'm already invested in this. This makes so much sense to me. I've already paid the money to Clint and I'm gonna be there. And I wanna encourage you, my listener to join me at this event. And as an extra incentive, if you enroll off this podcast, we're gonna, what we're gonna do is we're gonna send these people, we're gonna have them uh, apply, right? Let me make sure I got a good application page here. Statusfactory.com, let me see this. No, I'm going to just have them go to Clint with three T's. No, we need them to go to IMM. You got it? Um. 
No rush. I got to. When he, when is this? When is this event going to? When is this podcast going to air? Uh, probably next week, but I can do whatever if you need time. I'm sure they won't get it done today. I mean, no, next week might. is good. Depends. I'm going to have them next, next week, week is yeah, good. Yeah, you tell me. Next week is good. I'm going to have them. Okay. Yeah, ne- next week is good. I'm going to have them go to imm20.com, and I'm going to um, – there's going to be a box that says, how did you find out about this? And if they put in your name, they're just going to put in James, then – they're going to get a special bonus from me and a special bonus from you. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. we'll spend. Uh, we'll talk about your background, your story, how you got into celebrity. Then we'll take our commercial break, and then we'll sell the program. How's that sound? Good. Good. All right. Yep. You ready, brother? Yes, sir. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the podcast, Path Success with Dr. J. And this is one of our special, special episodes. This is one of the only guests I've invited to have come back on twice. So Mr. Clint Author, celebrity entrepreneur, GKIC marketer of the year, super great guy, super smart. New event coming up, and I'm actually part of this event, so I really wanted to get him on the podcast, talk about this special event. It's aimed just really at doctors. It's a really unique chance to, to, to grow your business, grow your practice, but Talk a little bit about that down the road, but Clint, tell us uh, how are we doing today in New York City? Uh, New York City is rocking and rolling, man. I love this place. I really, really love New York City. And I've been living here my whole, my whole life. I grew up in New York City. I went to, uh, jun- I went to PS40, Junior High School 104, Stuyvesant High School. I'm as New York as you can get. And, you know, that's one of the things that people don't really understand so much is that like how who shows you New York if you get if if a New Yorker shows you New York you get a whole different experience than if you know you just come to New York and wander around and I'm about as New York as you can get and I love this city and I love showing people this city yeah, it's a great city. I grew up only uh, 35, 40 miles out, so we were kind of weekend tourists in the city, but I've been in the city 10 million times, and I've had a lot of good times there. It's, a, it's no place like it on earth, and when you grow up in New York, whenever you go to other cities, they're always just like, like that's it. Like, actually, I, I saw you at Matt Loop's event. I've never really been to Atlanta, and you walk around, like, when you're used to New York, it's like, this is kind of a small city <laughs> to other people. It seems so big. When yeah. you grow up in New York City, everything's like a, a mini city to you. Um, so you have a pretty interesting background. Yeah, like, we'll get into what I, you're up I, to I, now, but you, tell us about yourself. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so attached to my New York upbringing because this city has been really good to me. When I was a kid, I went to this thing called Stuyvesant High School where my creative writing teacher was a man named Frank McCourt. And many people have read his book. He won the Pulitzer Prize for his memoir, Angela's Ashes, about his impoverished childhood in Ireland. And he was my creative writing teacher for two years. And he really inspired me to become a writer. Above all, I'm a writer. There's a lot of people who are speakers who write books. I'm a writer who happens to speak. And I do that because I realize that talking to people, like I'm doing right now on this podcast, is a really powerful way to get your message out and get people interested in what you do. And after I graduated, I decided that I wanted to go to this thing called the Wharton Business School. And I did that because... I wanted to become somebody special. 
And I look back on that decision from my vantage point today, I'm 54 years old, and I'm thinking, like, why did I want to be somebody special? And I really trace that back to the fact that my parents used to argue all the time. Did your parents ever argue when you were growing up, James? Yeah, everybody's got a little bit of that. and There's definitely always some family disagreements. So, yeah, we've all been through that, I think. My, people have grown up worse, but I've definitely uh, had some of those experiences as well. Well, with us, it was like, when weren't they arguing? And, <laughs> and when I got back, when I, got, when I graduated from Wharton, I went home to get the attaboys. And what happens? They get into the biggest argument of all time. My dad literally storms out of the house, slams the door. I turn to my mom. I say, you know, Mom, the way he resents you all these years, have you been cheating on Dad? I'm sitting on the couch in the living room where I grew up my whole life, and I'm thinking to myself, where did that question come from? I never thought that before. And then I'm thinking, what kind of rude son of a gun asked his mom a question like that? That's about as rude as he could possibly be. And then I'm thinking, why ain't she answering the freaking question? And she goes, he's not your real father. Your real father was a doctor at the fertility clinic we went to for six years trying to have you, and you look just like that guy. And imagine how you That's would be. a game changer, huh? Suddenly, yeah. everything you thought you knew about who you were, poof, right? So what do I do? I, first thing I do is I call up the investment bank on the 87th floor of number one World Trade Center, and I say to the vice president, hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate the offer, but I've decided I don't want to be an investment banker after all. And what do I do? I move out to Hollywood. And I start going on auditions and writing screenplays. And that fast forwards through 13 years of my life, based in the Hollywood dream. And it takes us to December 31st, 1999. Where were you? Were you at, maybe at an ATM getting some Y2K cash? You were, you're kind of young. Maybe you were partying <laughs> with family and friends. I was driving yellow cab number 6087. And in the back of my cab that night were two guys who were interns, MBA interns at Goldman Sachs. And they're talking about this high-level executive. Hey, man, did you hear about Mr. Carrera? They made him the last partner right before the IPO. And he cashed out a gazillion dollars. And I turn around and look at the back seat and I'm like, hey, you guys are talking about Chris Carrera? How do you know Mr. Carrera? Chris Carrera was a pledge in my fraternity. When I was the pledge master, I used to make those little punks dance around the living room of the house with their tidy whities <laughs> on top of their head. And now, here he is, making a gazillion dollars. And that was the night I said, I can't do it anymore. And I took my 30 screenplays off, the, off my boat. I was living on this little boat in Marine Del Rey, freezing my butt in the middle of the winter with no heat, no electricity, no running water, no toilet facilities. I said, screw it, man. It's not worth it to be a writer anymore. I took my 30 screenplays, I put them in a dumpster, and I set them on fire, and I said, I'm never, ever going to write again. And now, for the next, for next few years, all I did was focus on making money. And I got out of cab driving, and I got into selling gourmet food, I met a beautiful woman, we got into real estate, and throughout the 2000s, I made a lot of money, and I got fat and happy building real estate and selling gourmet food. 
And that brings me all the way through to October 2008. You know what was going on. And for me, I was at a men's self-help campfire, and the shaman points at me across the yellow and orange crackling flames, and he goes, you don't know it yet, but you're already dead. Like, what are you talking about, man? I'm the, most, I'm the most successful guy on this team. Eight years ago, I was a cab driver. Now I'm a millionaire. I was living on a little boat. Now I live in a mansion. You're already dead. You just don't know it. And I didn't know what he was talking about, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And for months, I would wake up and sound sleep. I'm already dead. I'm already dead. What does it mean? What does it mean? And it came to be New Year's Day that year, 2009. And I sat down with my pen and a pad of paper to write down my goals for the year as I became accustomed to doing as a successful businessman. And that year, I asked myself a question that changed everything in my whole life. And the question was, if this was going to be the last year of my life, what would I want to accomplish? And I was really shocked when the first thing that came out of my pen was I got to write my book about what I learned at the Wharton Business School that helped me to become successful as a businessman once I stopped trying to be a writer. <laughs> I'd like to ask you one follow-up on that uh, when you came up on your, on your writing dream. I mean, I find it, talking to you know, doctors and other business people, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like a lot of people kind of give up on their dreams too early and they, you know, they, they were almost through the breakthrough. And, and then some people just, you know, like I, you know, patients that are 45 years old and still think they're going to be the next big rock band. So, you know, it's, it's like some people give up too early and some people give up too late. And it's, it's kind of hard to find that right spot. How do you feel? Do you think you made the right decision? And was it just that kick in the butt that you needed to, to make the final call there? That's a really great question. That's really the question that the Today Show wanted me to answer when they invited me on their show in 2013. See, I wrote that book about what they teach you at the Wharton Business School. That was the title. And the first year I self-published it and I waited for the sales to roll in. Man, did they ever roll in? All eight of those sales rolled in (laughs) because books – Books don't sell themselves. You've got to market your book. You've got to promote your book. And lucky for me, I found myself a mentor. His name was Jack Canfield. And I said, Jack, how do you sell half a billion Chicken Soup for the Soul books? And he says, you've got to go and become somebody special. You've got to get famous. You've got to go on TV, on radio, podcasts. You've got to become somebody. And that's when I started investing. I, I hired a publicist. I said, I don't care what it costs. Get me on Today Show. She literally laughed at me. And uh, I, I, she got me on my first four shows on television. And then from there, my wife says, why do you keep paying this lady? Why don't you just book yourself on TV? And I've been, you know, it took me a long time to figure out how to do that. Months of waking up at 2.30 in the morning, making cold calls. But I did figure it out, and I've been booking myself on shows ever since. I've done 109 television appearances, and my 57th one was on the Today Show. And they brought me on that show, and Brooke Shields was the host with Willie Geist. And they said to me, hey, Clint, you got a great idea. You ask yourself a question every year. What's that question? And I said, ask yourself if this is going to be the last year of your life, what would you want to accomplish? That's been my real superpower, living as if it's going to be the last year of my life. And they really wanted me to get to this whole thing about when do you give up on your dream? 
And, you know, I, I've had a lot of experiences now, and it's amazing to me that, you know, on the on New Year's of the millennium, I was a taxi driver. And here I am today, 20 years later, and I am making seven figures a year, year after year after year, and I am having, you know, record years each year, and I'm hanging out with people like Brooke Shields and Martha Stewart was a speaker at my last event, and I asked Martha Stewart, Martha, what's the most important thing you ever learned? She said, my daddy told me that anything is possible, and I believed him. So when do you give up on your dream? It's a, well, it's a really great question, you know, and un- unfortunately, the answer that I have come up with is you should never give up on your dream, but that doesn't mean you should starve. I really, truly believe <laughs> that if you have a dream, the wrong move is starving artists. The right move is to straddle. That's what I call it. It means you have your job, you do whatever you do to put food on the table, and you bust your ass till midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, or get up early, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning every day, and do what you got to do in your time. I mean – Look, if you're working a job, you got it easy. You're, if you're working for a job and you're collecting a paycheck, you're just getting, you know, you're just having to clock in for eight hours a day. As an entrepreneur, as a person who is pursuing their passion full time, you're going to be working 16, 18 hours a day. You know, every waking moment, you're going to be pursuing your passion. So you got plenty of time. I mean, you got at least eight hours a day of time you can do following your dream. That's what I really believe. I advise everybody, you know, don't, do not become a starving artist. You must become a straddler. Yeah, that's great advice. A lot more people need to do that. You, you can't, you know, there's always plenty of time in the day. You can do these things on the side. And that's even me. I was with the busy practice, and I wanted to get more into the speaking and the writing. And I a small infant at home, and I said, I'm going to get up at 4.30 in the morning. And I wrote my book for two hours every morning before everyone else in the house got up and took care of the babies and did all that stuff and came to work and saw patients all day. And that's how I got a book done while I was running full-time practice and had little children at home. So it's absolutely great advice. Yeah. You can't, can't give up their day job, so to speak. <laughs> absolutely great. So you've met a ton of really cool celebrities. I want to just run through maybe, you know, your top couple people. If you go to his website, clintarthur.tv, I mean, the list of people is probably one of the most impressive I've seen. We got Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart, Dan Kennedy, Barbara Carker. I mean, just all kinds of, Whoever you'd want him to know about, Clint has met. But why don't you tell us about a couple of your favorite celebrity experiences you've had so far? Well, look, I met Jack, Jack Canfield at a seminar. And I started going to a lot of seminars because, you know, I, look, I'm a graduate of the Wharton Business School. I believe in education. And education is what has helped me to really turn my life around. And going to these seminars, I, start, I started encountering really smart business people. And one of them was this man named Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is a living legend. In fact, so much so that he inspired me to create my most recent event a couple of months ago at Carnegie Hall. It was called Living Legends of Entrepreneurial Marketing at Carnegie Hall. And I had Martha Stewart there. I also had Ice-T and Coco, his beautiful wife. I had Jerry from Ben and Jerry's, Michael Gerber, who wrote The E-Myth, Revisited, and Dan Kennedy was supposed to be there. Now, unfortunately, Dan Kennedy had a health challenge around that time, and everyone thought he was dead. I'm happy to tell you, if you haven't heard, he's not dead. Unfortunately, he really got screwed up 
from his, you know, critical health crisis. He's blind in an eye. He's got a cataract in the other eye. And he's really having a tough recuperation or, or convalescence. But um, in studying Dan Kennedy, I really dove into and resonated with what he was saying. And his main message that I, that I distilled down is your number one job as an entrepreneur is to raise your status in the eyes of customers and prospects. And he calls that becoming in the eyes of your customer. And he says, if you're not whoing, then you are doing the wrong thing. Like if you're delivering services, like let's just say, I know, you, you know, the listeners of your podcast are doctors, but let's really make it simple. If you're a plumber, okay, if you're a plumber and you're installing sinks and toilets all day, you're doing the wrong thing. What you're supposed to be doing is you're supposed to be marketing your plumbing services and sending your workers out to fix those toilets and sinks. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And really it comes down to pretty much the same thing for every business, especially doctors. You know, I, my clients, I work with a lot of doctors, and my clients are not generally collecting insurance payments. They are charging cash and collecting high sums of cash from their clients. And how do you do that? The only way you can get your people to pay you cash, and a lot of it for, for the services you're delivering, is because you've become a very big who in their eyes, like a who, like Dr. Oz, you know? Think about how much, if you wanted to get surgery from Dr. Oz, what you'd have to pay compared to on an insurance model. Massively more. And my goal is I can't turn you into Dr. Oz, but I can get you closer to being Dr. Oz than your competition. And if, like, I've got a, this one doctor in Canada. I mean, in five in five cities around him, he's the dominant chiropractor. People are coming in from all over, and he's making more money than ever he could even imagine because he has become a celebrity chiropractor in his five-city area in Western Canada. And that's, that's possible for any doctor doing any discipline, working in any area of the United States, Canada, Mexico, anywhere anywhere that's celebrity marketing, anywhere that people know who celebrities are, you know, that's, that's really what it's all about. And when I, when I spoke at Harvard faculty club about this with the most interesting man in the world from the Dos Equis beer commercials, his name was Jonathan uh, <laughs> Goldsmith. I said, I said, Jonathan, what's the most important thing you ever learned? He said, my friend. and that's a great piece of advice. If you think of it as a metaphor, for life because you know what I'm talking about is probably for most of your listeners a, a new concept what I'm talking about is positioning yourself as a celebrity doctor lawyer whatever you are in the eyes of your customers and prospects now Clint I'm I don't want to be a celebrity I don't want to be famous you, don't worry you're never going to be famous but Clint you know I don't <laughs> care about being a celebrity I'm not all I'm not all about my ego it's not about ego Okay? It's not at all about ego. It's about impact, influence, and income. That's all it's about. And there's never going to be paparazzi outside of your house. Your family and your friends are going to start kidding you. Oh, look who it is, Mr. Big Shot Celebrity. Okay. You know, <laughs> but my bottom line is, you know, what, I told you the story about my mom telling me about my real dad. My mom doesn't like that I talk about that. My mom is very angry at me 
for talking about that. She says, oh, it makes me look like a slut. Yeah, well, I'm the one who has to pay the mortgage. <laughs> you know, and, and your family and friends may be teasing you that you're a celebrity, but, you know, you know what I, I hear from my clients? They say, oh, wow, you still going to have time for us little people? Well, look, you know, I teach my clients, when you become a celebrity, you need to get nicer. You need to become extra nice because otherwise they're going to start thinking that you're a jerk. If you get extra nice, then nobody's going to be complaining because you're going to be so nice. You know, it's a, uh, it's a very fascinating thing. And I've broken it down to five very simple things that you need to do. And I've spoken about two of them already on this podcast. Actually, I've spoken about three of them already on this podcast. I've spoken about being a writer. Okay. I believe, that you should have a book. When you have a book, it clearly establishes you as an expert on your topic. It gives you authority on your topic because you're the author of a book. Number two, I really believe you to go on TV. Now, that's an advanced technique. Not everybody wants to go on TV. Here's the good news. You don't have to. If you do, number three, number three is the easiest, fastest, cheapest and most fun thing to do and it's amazing how much personal and professional transformation you will get out of it number three technique is being in photos and having stories with majors like dr oz martha stewart iced tea and cocoa the most interesting man in the world brooke shields these are stories that i've used in this podcast you haven't seen the pictures but you know the beauty of it is that when you're talking about people who everybody knows, I don't need to show you a picture. I just say who they are, and you see their face in your mind's eye. It really changes the way the story comes across to the listener. And if, you know, if you're listening to this, you, you probably will admit that you saw Martha Stewart's face in your mind's eye when I was talking about her. You saw Snoop Dogg. You saw... Uh, you know, when I met Mick Jagger, I said, Sir Mick, what's the most important thing you ever learned? This is my question that I ask them all. And Mick Jagger goes, well, you can't always get what you want, but if you try, you just might find you get what you need. And I know that you probably didn't turn on this podcast wanting to hear from some guy from New York City that you should be a celebrity. But if you really want to make a big difference in your career and your impact and your influence and your income, then you really need to become a quote unquote celebrity entrepreneur. That's what I call it. You're not famous, but your customers and prospects think that you are worth every penny of the big dollars they're paying you. Yeah, absolutely. Some real good stuff I wanted to uh, reiterate in there, and then we're going to take a quick commercial break, be black with Clint. But yeah, you know, one of the biggest things with practice growth is, is exactly what Clint just said. A lot of doctors are scared to shine a light on them and, you know, be known in their community. I remember even being young and single, starting my practice, and you kind of feel awkward people bumping into the grocery store and all that stuff. But you got to get over that. All the highest income people, you know, are known, and it, it just becomes easier over time. But you can't be afraid to let the light shine on you. And that was another great – you brought up about Dan. One of my favorite quotes from him is, you know, high-income people get paid who for who they are, not what they do or who, what they do. So, you know, really be paying for who you are. But some really, really good points there. We're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with Clint. We can tell us about his new event where Dr. Oz will be there. 
One, two, three. Okay, everyone, we're back here with Clint Arthur, celebrity entrepreneur, and he's had some great stories, some great background on building his career from a taxi cab driver to multimillionaire celebrity entrepreneur. And he's got a really cool event, and one of the reasons I got him on the podcast, I'm going to be part of this event. He's got a special event just for doctors. We're going to meet Dr. Oz and some other celebrity entrepreneurs and celebrity doctors. So, Clint, why don't you tell our audience a little about this event? I'm really excited. I've had this on my calendar for months now, and I just can't wait. So tell us about it. Thank you. I can't wait either. I mean, when you look at the celebrity landscape today, you think about who are the biggest celebrities in America today. And I think, I think you would say that Dr. Oz is definitely on the list of the top 10 biggest celebrities that people are aware of today. And he's got the interesting added benefit is that he's not just famous because he's pretty or smart or, or funny. He's famous because he's an expert at medical topics. Dr. Oz's show for many years was a medical show. Now it has evolved into more of a broader talk show format, but he still has the Dr. Oz show, and everyone sees him as one of America's top doctors. If you ask a regular American to name a doctor, they would probably say Dr. Oz as one of their top three ideas if they ever come up with any more than one. And <laughs> what I've done now, now my favorite technique, as I was saying before the break is being in photos and taking pictures with and having stories with famous people. And that's exactly why I have paid Dr. Oz a huge amount of money to be one of the speakers at my event in June in New York City, June of 2020 in New York City. It's called the Instant Marketing Miracle for doctors, experts, and entrepreneurs. That's what this event is. And at this event, there's going to be a lot of medical professionals, but I attract a broad community of entrepreneurs who understand that if you're not hooing, you are doing the wrong thing. That if you want to get money from especially high net individuals, they are going to be paying you for who you are more than for what you actually do or sell. Because look, people who have a lot of money, they know what they, know what they want and they know what's out there. And there's usually a lot of choices for them to make. And they're going to pick the highest status provider that they can get their hands on, especially when it comes to their health. There's way more money than there is time, and they want only the very best. And who's going to be the best? The person who's the best is the person who was on the Dr. Oz show. That's pretty much like if you're on the Dr. Oz show, you're pretty much vetted as being one of the best there is. Now, unfortunately, I cannot get you on the Dr. Oz show. But what I can do is a whole lot easier and a whole lot more fun, and that is I can have you come and join me and my community of celebrity entrepreneurs in New York City at the New York Academy of Medicine in June of 2020, and Dr. Oz will be at the event. He will be one of the speakers, and there are different levels of participation, and the gold level of participation includes you getting your photo with Dr. Oz, and it's not like you go to a seminar and it's going to be some lame step-and-repeat banner advertising the name of the host. My photos are not like that. I provide my clients with high 
status marketing imagery that you can use in your business forever with all rights to use it. And it's going to be you and Dr. Oz standing in front of a logo from the New York Academy of Medicine. Now, it's not being on the show, but that doesn't matter. Your patients, your prospective patients, they're going to see you and Dr. Oz next to a logo that says New York Academy of Medicine, and they're going to be blown away because your competition up the street or in the next town or in the next city is not going to have that, and you're going to win that choice. Oh, who do I go to, Dr. X or Dr. Y or Dr. Z, as in Oz, and they're going to pick you, Dr. Z. And if that's not, if that's not enough, I have more doctors coming. I have Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You remember Dr. Drew's show, Love Line. He's, he's so up and coming. He's everywhere. You might have heard him announce that he's considering running for Congress in California. He's everywhere, Dr. Drew. And the more, the more you see him, the more you're going to realize how valuable a name he is and how valuable a photo that will be. You get a different photo in a different spot in that building with Dr. Drew. Who else? I've got Dr. Jocelyn Elder. Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Who's that, Clint? That was the 15th Surgeon General of the United States. She has a fascinating story. She was the first female Surgeon General and the first African-American Surgeon General. And her book is called Dr. Jocelyn Elder, From Sharecropper's Daughter to Surgeon General of the United States. And she is going to be at this event, and she is going to take a picture with you also. And so think about it. You're going to go home from this event with pictures of you, Dr. Oz, Dr. Drew, and Dr. Jocelyn Elder, the Surgeon General of the United States. Think about the transformation of your career after you have those three marketing assets. It's worth so much, but that's not even all there is. There is more. Then I brought in Dr. Patch Adams. Yeah, you might have heard of the movie starring Robin Williams called Patch Adams. He's the real-life inspiration for the Robin Williams movie. He has his own approach to healing and helping people to be healthier and happier. And you're going to get a picture with him. And then there's more. There's NASA astronaut Mike Massimino. He is the first person to ever tweet from space. He's a Columbia University professor. He is a best-selling author, New York Times best-selling author, and he's a regular recurring character on The Big Bang Theory. And a lot of people recognize him from his frequent that show. And you get pictures with him. And then I have, so far, I still have two more. I'm, gonna, I'm planning on adding a, a one more person, at least, who's somebody. Uh, I have mixed martial arts world champion gold medalist Janae Noonan, and she's going to be appearing, and she'll be there in one of her MMA fighting costumes, and you're going to get a picture with her, and then I have Catrice Austin. Now, Catrice Austin is one of my celebrity students. She's really broken through. She is the dentist to DJ Khalid, to Cardi B, to Quincy Jones, to so many famous people, DJ Smoove. I mean, she is the celebrity dentist, and she was recently on the Dr. Oz show, and you will get a picture with her too. And more than that is that if, you, if any of what I've said so far makes sense, and listen, if you're listening to this audio still, 
it's made a lot of sense to you. And that means you're smart because what I talk about is not really talked about by anybody else. It's certainly not offered on a silver platter like I'm offering it to you right now. So I want to go deeper into all of these topics, and I will be doing deep dives on not just the three topics that I've talked about on this podcast, but on all five of my main celebrity entrepreneurship modalities, the pillars of celebrity entrepreneurship. I'm going to go deep on them all. And I'm also going to go into a sixth topic, which is a bonus topic, which really puts the jet fuel on it all, but it does nothing unless you have the first five. That's why I don't even talk about it until I've gone through all of the first five. And I'm going to be doing deep dive training on all of them at the live event. And it's going to transform everything that, that, that is happening in your life and the way you look at business and the way you look at your bank account because your bank account is going to start going up, up, up with many more zeros at the end of it when you have this type of power in your marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff. And I wanted to just reiterate a little bit stuff. Maybe Clint's not even aware. I mean, if you're a chiropractor, you couldn't find a better celebrity to be in a picture with than Dr. Oz. There's like nobody better. And as soon as I heard he was there, the other people to me are bonus and there's great guests. But, you know, if you're not aware, obviously you said Dr. Oz is one of the top, top is the top doctor and you know, most famous. But in addition to that, he's super chiropractic friendly. So there is no high-powered MD in the world that's as chiropractic friendly as Dr. Oz. He's had chiropractors on his show I think close to a dozen times he talks about chiropractic and there's a, he's had regular chiropractors on there. So, you know, the history of famous medical doctors, um, you know, there's not been one that's been even a, a tenth as chiropractic friendly as Dr. Oz. So there's literally, I mean, I couldn't think of anybody as a chiropractor that you'd want to have a picture next to that's any better than Dr. Oz. I mean, it's in the health field, chiropractor friendly, he's the number one doctor and the, he loves chiropractors. So, yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine anybody better for your practice. And the other thing, you know, Clint brought up, and as we're talking and speaking, you know, unfortunately, a lot of chiropractors and doctors think that the best doctor, you know, makes the most money or has the best practice. And uh, usually it's actually the opposite true. The really technically gifted docs sometimes have the worst practices because they haven't learned the marketing, branding, the celebrity stuff. So, you know, even if you are a great doctor, the best doctor that's ever walked the planet, if you don't have the, you know, the marketing and the celebrity behind you, it's a lot, lot harder to make it in practice. So really, really great. I mean, you know, Dr. Ross, because there's nobody you could have better to take a picture with the market you practice. I mean, even if Clint's can teach you what to do with this, but you get a picture of Oz and that's your Facebook profile picture for your office. I mean, you're going to get more new patients every month just from that, not to mention all the dozen other things Clint's going to teach you. So for our docs that want to get in, I'm going to uh, offer a special something to us. But Clint, first tell us about uh, some of the offer and, and where they'd apply to be part of this great event. And you can come hang out with me as well. Okay. If you're smart and you want to come to this, while we still have tickets available, you need to go to imm20.com. So that's I-M-M, like instant marketing miracle, 2-0, like 2020, right? I-M-M-2-0.com. And you need to sign up for a gold or a diamond ticket if you want a picture with Dr. Oz. It is a totally fair investment for anybody who has a practice and is making money. You're going to think, Jesus, this is really, really affordable. <laughs> I would be crazy not to do that. That's part of why I'm so successful is I make offers that you really would be crazy not to do. And as a special bonus, if you get a gold ticket 
or actually, if you get a silver or gold, I believe James is going to be hosting a mastermind for people who enroll. And it, there's a question box that says, how did you find out about I am about the instant marketing miracle? You need to put in there, Dr. James. And if you put in Dr. James, you're going to be part of his special mastermind group at this event. And if you enroll at the diamond level, then that means that you could even be a speaker at this event. You'll have five minutes to tell your story. If you're ready to do that, as a special bonus, I will help you with your speech, your five-minute talk of telling your story. I don't have a lot of these diamond opportunities left, so you better hurry up and get one. Really, it's not false scarcity. We're almost sold out of diamonds. But if you enroll for one of those and you put it in Dr. James in the How I Found Out About This, then I will help you create your five-minute speech, which is basically your life story condensed into five minutes. You need that. And I will also bonus you your image on the NASDAQ Jumbotron. And I know you're like, what the heck is the NASDAQ Jumbotron? You'll see when you get there. It is one of the most impressive pieces of marketing in America. It's a 75-foot-tall billboard in Times Square. And I have doctor, doctor clients named Dr. Deb, she says that it has gotten the most attention of anything she's ever done, and she just did her 50th television appearance last week, but the Jumbotron continues to be the biggest thing she's ever done. I'm going to bonus that in for you with your diamond membership in this transformational experience. This is not a seminar. This is a transformational experience that will change your life personally as well as professionally. And you're going to get more confidence, more charisma. Many of my clients become better looking and lose weight as a result of participating in this because you're going to start being in more photos. You're going to start being on in videos. You're going to learn how to put yourself out there. And you're going to realize when you are putting yourself out there that it would be better for you to be better looking. So you'll get the haircut, you'll get the better clothes, you'll lose some weight, you'll get your teeth white, and you do all kinds of smart things to make your appearance better because you'll realize that looking better will make you more money. And it's all happening in New York City. Go to imm20.com and get in while you can get in because the golds and diamonds are going to be gone pretty soon. Nice. Yeah, I'd encourage all of our listeners to check that out. I will be there. I'll be there taking pictures of Dr. Oz. And if you go ahead and sign up and, and mention our name, we're going to make together a little special bonus session where we can do a little mastermind and work on your practice, get access to me as well. And Clint's throwing in some amazing bonuses there. So I'm going to be there. I mean, I had Clint on there because I'm coming. I see a huge value in this. I think it's a steal what he's charging for this. The picture alone is worth way more than what he's even charging. So I'd encourage all my listeners to go ahead and sign up for Clint's offer. And, uh, We'll hear you all soon. I want to appreciate you for being on the show, Clint. I can't wait for the event. Thank you, man. I'm excited to have you with us. I'm excited to meet all your friends and clients and people who are listeners of your show. And, um, hey, you know, I do this, and I love working with doctors. I really do. We're saving lives. I know every one of you people are helping to improve the quality of life and to save lives. And that's really what I love about this work is that, you know, all I, I'm, just a, I'm just a guy who tells stories, and yet, as a result of me telling stories, I'm going to be improving people's quality of life and saving lives 
because you, the listener of this show, are going to come and join my world of celebrity entrepreneurs, and you'll be able to have much more impact, influence, and income. Thank you, Dr. James. Appreciate it. Thanks, Clint. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Bye now. Talk to you soon, Clint. Okay.